This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know who we noticed last year? The Seattle Seahawks, surprising all of us. So let's continue our NFL previews. And you know we're focusing on the NFC West. The Seahawks, their win total at BetMGM, eight and a hook. Juice to the over, minus 140. Under is plus 115. To make the playoffs, yes, minus 120. No even money. And if you're looking at the standings, the NFC West odds, the Seahawks just behind the 49ers at 2-1. to one. When you think about the Seahawks, what a resurgence that we saw in 2022. And Geno Smith led that resurgence, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks, NFL Comeback Player of the Year, well-deserved, one of the most likable players in the league, signed a three-year, $75 million contract in the offseason, though if you look closer at the details, it's more of a one-year deal that is guaranteed. But ultimately, if you look at the Seahawks roster, the guys they've drafted, the guys they have coming back, this is going to be a really solid football team. I don't know if they can overtake the Niners because the Niners are loaded, but I'll tell you something. Seattle has done a really nice job. You thought when Russell left, it was going to be over. No, 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 no. They have gotten a lot better. Exactly, because they got a lot for Russell Wilson. We'll see yeah. this from teams from time to time to where they make these big blockbuster deals. They get a ton in return, and – Oh, surprise, some of those return picks were actually a good thing for the franchise in the long run. Let me start off by saying that I am rooting for the Seahawks. I love Pete Carroll. I love this franchise. I hope that they do well, but I think the biggest problem is that they play in the division with the San Francisco 49ers, Mm -hmm. the absolute juggernaut who feels more trustworthy because I feel like they base their their bread and butter is their defense. And Mm -hmm. sure, they have Christian McCaffrey and – all kinds of offensive weapons as well. It doesn't seem to matter who their quarterback is. They're a solid team. And I think we start by looking at the point differential. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, Seattle was 9-8, and eight, but had a six, a plus six point differential, which is a good indicator of how many close games they played. Look at San Francisco, had a point differential of positive 173. That is how dominant the San Francisco 49ers were. So do you think that the the Seattle Seahawks are due for any type of regression? Because as good of a story as Geno Smith was, do you think that we are just automatically on board with the fact that we think he can do this again? I think that's the real question with the Seahawks. Because at the end of the day, as much as I love Geno Smith, and how do you not love his story, right? He, he earned this contract. Nobody expected this from him. He was more of a journeyman than anything else. He's had a handful of starts during his NFL career before last season. But whether or not he's going to have any sort of regression 
is a real question. And how many times, Chelsea, this is what's so amazing about Gino. It's not that he's a young guy who came out of college and had a rough couple years, and now he's fulfilling that potential. This is a guy who's been around the league for a long time. So I think it's absolutely a possibility. I will also say this. If you look at the weapons around him, I mean, my goodness, we know about Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Kenneth Walker III is a stud in the backfield. He's that young kid out of Michigan State, total stud. And then they drafted Jackson Smith in Jigba out of Ohio State. So, man, the only question is the interior line for Seattle. But I think it certainly helps him that if you're Geno Smith, you look around. When you get under center, you have to look around and say, I got a lot of guys I could use here. Oh, for sure. Nobody's complaining about the receiving core here. It's just the other thing I kind of think about is they aren't sneaking up on anybody this year. And right. the game film is there. Last year, I think part of the reason why, you know, nobody could do too much against Geno Smith, maybe this isn't a talking point, but still, this yeah. is the first time that he has had a full season where he has had the full reign of the offense since back in 2014. And I think maybe from there you say, okay, maybe I'm misjudging and saying, Geno Smith, you know, maybe he'll fall back down to earth. This is the first time he's really gotten a shot since he was a young man in the NFL. But do you think the mentality is different facing the Seahawks this year now that they have the target on their back as opposed to being, you know, the feisty underdog that maybe teams aren't as up to face? I think that's a very good point. Yeah, they're not going to sneak up on anybody. Last year, I thought the Seahawks were going to suck. I said that on the air numerous times. I said, Seattle's going to be gross. They're going to be terrible. They're not going to be able to do anything. Geno Smith isn't any good. And I was way off on that. But I, I do think that when you talk about off-seasons, Seattle has done a very nice job in the off-season. They brought that Bobby Wagner and... Bobby Wagner spent that one season in L.A. He was still a pro bowler last year. So he didn't leave L.A. because he wasn't getting it done. That already makes their defense better. Their secondary is excellent. Jamal Adams played a single game last year, got injured. He'll be back. Quandre Diggs is an above-average safety. And they drafted Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois, who I absolutely love. So the way they've stacked this team, and you look at the injuries that they had last year, some of these players coming back, yeah, they're not going to sneak up on anyone, but I do think they're going to be the real deal. I also think they have a good chance to start the season pretty hot. They start the season with the Rams, the Lions, the Panthers, and the Giants. I think all four of those games are winnable. Like, maybe they don't win mm -hmm. them all, but I do think that there is a possibility that the Seahawks can start off hot uh, with that schedule at hand. So, we'll see. Well, they will be chasing more than likely the San Francisco 49ers, the favorites to win the NFC West at minus 165. Win total at BetMGM set at 10 and a hook. Juice to the over, minus 140. The under is plus 115 to make the playoffs. Yes, minus 450. No, plus 375. And this is a legitimate Super Bowl contender. The Niners are 9 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Fourth best odds behind the Bengals at 9 to 1. Bills 8 to 1, Eagles 7 to 1, and Chiefs at plus 650, who are the favorites. And the story with the 49ers is the quarterback. Brock Purdy came on last year, won seven straight after taking over for the injured Jimmy G, and then tore his UCL in his throwing arm in that playoff loss against the Eagles. So they, they're loaded on offense. It's just one stud after another, whether it's McCaffrey, Ayuk, Samuel, George Kittle. Their defense was the best in the NFL last season. 
I wonder how healthy Brock Purdy's arm is going to be. I was reading yesterday that he should be okay. He's still rehabbing that arm. He's throwing, but it's going to take a while. So there's a, a small possibility that at the beginning of the season, we could see Trey Lance or Sam Darnold, believe it or not. But yeah. ultimately, that I know. I, I read that too. I was like, I didn't even realize he was in San Francisco. But certainly, Purdy is the guy, and the Niners have said so. They're going to roll with him as soon as he's ready to go. If there's any team to where it doesn't necessarily make too much of a difference who the quarterback is, during the regular season at least, it is the yeah. San Francisco 49ers. They have so much talent around the quarterback position that I feel like they will be fine, even if they have to do the dreaded one game with <laughs> Sam Darnold. Oh, that makes my bones yeah. shudder. But we talked about kind of the revenge factor or like the mm. motivation factor for the Eagles losing in the Super Bowl and how heartbroken they were. Look at the 49ers. Look at how their season ended. Losing to Philadelphia, what was it, 31 to 6? When they didn't have any quarterbacks, mm -hmm. that was a travesty of an ending for a season for the San Francisco 49ers. So if anybody is pumped up for this season, I feel like it's going to be the San Francisco 49ers. So the real question for me is, do we think the 49ers can take away the crown of the NFC from the Philadelphia Eagles? And I think that there is a good chance. I think both of those teams are basically yeah. a coin flip for winning the NFC. I, I think you're absolutely right. And I, I don't know who I would pick at this point. And, and last year's loss to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game, you, look, the Eagles were awesome last year and deserved everything that they got in winning the NFC. But obviously, when you're starting quarterback, if you're the Niners and Brock Purdy messes up his arm, he couldn't throw the ball. So that game was Christian over. McCaffrey was, threw a pass. Yes. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's hand it off to Chris. Like they, they were just trying anything. So it was over once Brock Purdy got hurt. He just had you know, a noodle arm. But their defense is what, to me, just stands out. Again, number one in total defense. Fred Warner is only 26. He's a two-time first-team All-Pro. We know about Nick Bosa, the reigning defensive player of the year. Talanoa Hufanga, first-team All-Pro as well. They are stacked and didn't really lose anyone significant maybe jimmy ward who went to the texans outside of that and you're not going to keep everyone on your roster each and every single year but top to bottom they are stacked on both sides of the ball if they get the quarterback play from brock purdy that we saw last year and he comes back healthy and he doesn't have that sophomore slump they will be a legitimate contender for the super bowl and certainly in the nfc right so now the question is do you lay the juice on them to win their division the nfc west big favorites mm -hmm. here minus 165 i do think the juice is probably worth the squeeze yeah i think so i think so are we i feel like maybe just maybe we're giving the seahawks a little too much credit based on what they did last year now i think they're going to be very very good but i feel like two to one is a little too I just I feel like you should get more value on the Seahawks, particularly when you're in the same division as San Francisco. Yeah, look at the point differential. Seattle yeah. plus six. Seattle or San Francisco plus one seventy three. There was a stretch during the season where the Niners were act like bloodying their opponents. They were winning games by like thirty points. So yes, I am on San Francisco. That's what I'm talking about. I think you're right. As we always say on this show, value is relative and minus 165 for a team that has the talent to win it all, not too bad. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.